What's up, everyone? Welcome to Humble Threads Season 3 Low Key Royale, a bi weekly podcast that feels like you're hanging out with good friends talking about life and sharing relatable stories. I am, well, I'm going to use my variant ID. I am 3 Unit 6, David Graves. I am Claw 7 Striker, Michael Hart. <laughs> Mike. We got a jam-packed episode. We're going to hop into you first. What's going on in the mind of Mike? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we won't keep, we, I won't keep it too long because we have a lot to talk about uh, today uh, on uh, David's end of things. But yeah, so I want to talk a little bit of game news. Uh, I recently played through the Legendary Campaign on Destiny. Um, I soloed all the way through it myself. Um, I will own up to the fact that I absolutely did cheese the final boss. Uh, I did the uh, <laughs> stair cheese. Um, it is the most broken cheese for a final boss encounter I've ever experienced. Um, but it's a free, free dub. If you want to do it, I tried doing the normal way solo and just got wrecked. So, you know, when, when push came to shove, I wanted strand, I wanted to finish the legendary. So I just, I just did the yeah. stare cheese. Um, anyway, so that, that was cool. And then literally a week later, I realized that the, the, when the new raid had dropped, um, uh, the new raid root of nightmares for destiny Two, um, the Lightfall raid. It dropped uh, the campaign, mo- the competition mode happened. Um, that's where everything is like 25 light level above you, no matter what. So it's just always super hard. Um, I did wait until the competition mode had had uh, turned off. It, it turns off, I think, after 48 hours of the raid releasing. Um, and so I went in. Uh, I actually went in with an with an LFG group. Um, tried my hardest to get through with just random people. Uh, we ended up getting to the second encounter and somebody's internet just crapped out on them and they had to quit. And then they were like, all right, well, we're going to try to get together tomorrow if everyone's down to continue this raid. And I just said, you know what? This isn't going to work for me. I need the raid completed this weekend, guaranteed, because I want to get I actually want to get the the raid jacket that you needed to complete the raid prior to today today is the today is the deadline to was com- it free no 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 it, i still have to buy okay. it but like oh, okay. you only have access Come to on. the raid jacket if you completed the raid before the 21st and so i was like yeah it looks sick so i was like all right i gotta call i uh hopped into discord talked to my clan members and i was like hey anyone it was late it was like midnight i was like is, do i have five people interested in finishing their raid with me i'm on i'm in the second encounter i got the checkpoint and le- thankfully our clan leader and our like a, our literal a team uh ra- raiders who all rated day one <laughs> we're all like actually we're awake but we're all wasted it's it's uh saint patty's and so i was oh, like they're like are you okay with running the raid if we're all drunk and i was like i guess so it's like it, that'd be like the avengers being like hey yeah we're all drunk we can still save the world <laughs> um we still got magic powers and so yeah i brought them in it was an absolute hoot um it took us an extra hour and a half to get through the rest of the dun- the rest of the raid um so i got it done got it completed i can get my raid jacket so i'm super excited about that yeah really stoked on that so how long did it take you in general altogether i started raiding at 9 p.m i finished at two in the morning um the longest part of the raid was the first half with the look with the lfg group of just the randos not really knowing what to do so and then as soon as my a team showed up they're like don't worry we're gonna get you through this and uh and, I, and okay. it wasn't like a Sherpa scenario where they just did everything. I actually did have to do several mechanics and I had to hold my own. Uh, so I, I, I feel I feel pretty good about my, my raid experience overall, having to shift parties and uh, get get some of the uh, 
the uh, the big guys in there. But anyway, so we did that, and and since then I've been kind of taking a break because of um, because of a big reason that we'll talk about in a little while. Um, but I also got uh, the opportunity to dive into the Diablo Four beta. I I did pre order the deluxe edition. Um, I only played up to like level six of a barbarian character because I realized that like I didn't really want to spoil the story too much for myself before the actual game launches in June of this year. And so and I also know that the every all your progress in the beta will get wiped. So I was like, you know, I don't really want to invest too much on any given character because I know, it, it, you know, I'm going to have to start fresh again anyway. But I'll tell you what. The first like maybe two hours of the game are so insane, so brutal. The cutscenes are incredible. Um, you know, Blizzard definitely pulled the stop out on their budget for this one. Absolutely insane. Uh, some of the goriest, bloodiest stuff I've I've seen in video games, Man. and it just absolutely crushes. I can't wait. I really want to play. It. I can't wait to talk more about this once it, once it releases, and we can really dive in together. But if you have the opportunity to play the beta, I would I I do recommend it just to give it a try. Um, but yeah, so I'll, I'll leave that there. And the last thing I want to talk about is, so I work for a, uh, a coffee company and, um, one of the, the perks that I happened to be able to get a hold of was, uh, you know, I, be, I start, I work, uh, not closely, but with a quote unquote, unquote, a master barista. Um, he's been, um, a coffee expert for the last like 35 years or so. Um, absolutely insane. And he's a member of the SCA association, which is a specialty coffee association, uh, internationally recognized company, uh, who certify basically giving out certifications for barista training. Um, and for, any, for anyone out there who doesn't know what a barista is, um, it is, it's someone who's, who's an expert at making coffee drinks. Um, not to throw some shame at Starbucks, but if you work at Starbucks, you already know the deal. You just push a button and it creates the drink for you. Um, you there's not much skill in in a, in a Starbucks cup of coffee. But anyway, so I, I learned how to you know use a full uh, espresso machine. Uh, I can make uh, cappuccinos, lattes, macchiatos. I can do all this, all those things, um, and it's super awesome. And uh, because I work for this type of company, I now get get the opportunity to use the espresso machines up in the uh, specialty training area, and these are like. The, the one machine I use regularly is like a $6,000 machine. Um, but the main, the, the gem of, of the uh, place is called a mod bar. And I think in total, the bar probably costs like 50 Gs. Like it's absolutely, it's like the Ferrari of coffee machines uh, is what Jesus I was told. Christ. But anyway, um, I'm a little caffeinated today, but I'm also pretty hyped because I just came off a couple games uh, of the of what we're about to talk to uh, talk about um you know this is episode 55 gang thank you for being here um uh, we're, we're just a little over that halfway mark moving over into uh, heading towards that 100th episode who knows where we'll be what we'll be looking like what we'll be talking about then but david bro what is going on in the world of grays let's die hey what's up everyone it's mike and david if you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. It is 
guys so so much we have new people listening uh we're going to be posting this episode anywhere we're going to be uh you know riding on the hype wave of what's going on but i told you guys last time there was a uh, midnight society event in la and i said yo next time i'm going i do not care i don't care how much money i have this is a once in a lifetime opportunity i'm going to do it um so like i said there was a midnight society event in texas i think i told you guys about this not too long ago so i got my ticket kev got his ticket yes. walk it back and just quickly explain what what the like who this is what this is for just for the listeners that are brand new or checking us out you're right you're right so midnight society was founded by dr disrespect and then he also had um two co-founders i'm sorry if i'm not saying their titles correctly um i will probably look it up and i can do it halfway through the the show or if mike looks it up but there is um quinn delahoyo and there is also uh robert bowling uh both prominent figures in uh gaming uh robert bowling has produced uh, like call of duty modern warfare modern warfare 2 back in the day all of these games released these games and um Quinn Delahoyo has pretty much done all of Halo stuff. Uh, if Mike has their titles in Midnight Society, he's more than welcome to. Yes, I do. Uh, so uh, the four the four leading uh, I guess dev founders we got we got Guy Beam, of course, Doctor Disrespect, uh, Quinn Delahoyo uh, is that is that his name? Delahoyo. Delahoyo, uh, uh, co-founder, creative director, um, and then we have uh, Summit Gupta. Uh, co-founder CEO Robert Bowling, co-founder studio head, uh, and Guy yep. Beam is the CEO founder. And it says he, he even put a six eight visionary in there because he's a he's, <laughs> he's a tall man. But go for it. But yeah, so they they've made this game and they've been talking about making an extraction shooter. Um, and this game pretty much is based in the future, but if the eighties never ended. So think of eighty aesthetic. Uh, and and just I think the I don't even know. I think the year they said was twenty. 2020 B is their type of year explanation. What that what the B means, I have no idea. They didn't really get to explain it, but they said that. So it's kind of cool. So they're they're kind of going into that. It's going to be futuristic, um, not cyberpunk, but uh, the best way I can explain is maybe watch the old Blade Runner. Um, that kind of you know feels like that Big Little China movie, uh, Terminator esque kind of like stuff like that. So it it looks more or less like that. But they founded this last year. And the fact that, or in 2020, was when that a lot of this started going, and we were able to get our variants and everything else like that. So, but technically, li- literally, it's only been a year, quote unquote. Uh, so they got all this stuff together. So that is Midnight Society. The game was Project Moon before we knew what it was, and they had the event in LA, and then they called it Dead Drop. So we got to witness what the game was. Um, and I'm going to be unveiling more stuff as we go through the story. And me and Mike are going to be talking about this afterwards. But I was lucky to get the opportunity to get a ticket because uh, I'm a variant. That means I bought the NFT. That's how they got everyone to be able to you know, keep track of them, their accounts and everything else like that. Uh, my variant ID is 3Unit6. If you see me out there, you know it's me. But I changed my name to King Graves on the website. So now it's that. But got the tickets. Kev was like, yo. I hope you know, like, we're going. I said, Kev, I was going if you weren't going, bro. Like, I'm going. Uh, we've, we played Call of Duty with Robert a couple of times, so we've gotten to meet him. He's a really, really great guy, fun guy, uh, classic dude, bro. He's very, very energetic and exciting. Uh, but, yeah, so we got the ticket. Weeks to come. I get packed. I'm like, all right, bet. 
get in my car. I drive to Kevin's. Me and Kevin get link up. We go and hit our uh, Philadelphia flight. So we got to Texas, Arlington, Texas. We got to Arlington, Texas around like uh, 12 a.m. Uh, flights were just slightly, they were on time, but they were kind of slightly delayed. I don't know why. Uh, and the one, the first part of this funny story, there's going to be funny parts in all this story, but me and Kev were at Chickies and Pete's. We took two tequila shots. We were drinking beers. We had our food. We get to the, the uh, I forget what it's called. Like the station where we get into the plane. I forget what they actually call it, the terminal. We get to the terminal. No one's sitting there. And I'm like, what's like, what's going on? And they were like, William, Kevin. I was like, well, my name's David. They're like, oh, William's your middle name. Sorry. And I was like, yeah. They're like, oh, you guys can get on the flight. I was like, everyone's on there. The flight was supposed to board at like 9.05. We got to the terminal at 8.40. So I was like, what happened? Like, did you guys get here early? So apparently they were kind of waiting for us and a couple other people. So we got on the flight real quick. I said, darn. It's kind of crazy. Kev was feeling it from the tequila shot. It, w- it was also hilarious. Um, also, guys, I will have a full vlog posted on my YouTube channel, King Graves Gaming, if you want to go check that out. Most definitely go check it out. It'll be up there uh, probably by the time this hits. But, yeah, we get to Arlington, Texas. We get there, whatever. I go to bed. I'm exhausted. Kev's exhausted. We get some food, uh, DoorDash to us, and that was about it. But Thursday, Friday is the event. Thursday, we wake up. We get our food delivered like groceries. We didn't know what to do. I said, yo, let's just go to the mall. So we live in the Exton area and the Exton mall is dead. Like there's nothing in there anymore besides the route one. We get to Arlington, Texas. Yo, this mall had a ice rink around one a AMC theater, a merry-go-round, a Barnes and Nobles. Like this mall was huge. So we were just walking around and I was like, you know what? Let's just have fun. Like, let's figure out what's in here. Let's get look at some stuff. I don't think we really bought anything from the mall. It was just nice to feel like feel the mall atmosphere again. Uh, it's been a while since I felt that because, like I said, Exxon's done, and sometimes not everyone wants to drive all the way to KOP. So this is where I've said this in the beginning of the year, and you could listen back on the podcast. I said I'm going to start doing things for myself and making myself happy and do things for myself in general and trusting my gut. So this was doing something for myself. I said, I'm going to this trip. I I know Ashley has work and everything else like that, but I'm doing this for me. So we're at the mall. Our option was to go to Texas Live, home, or the hotel, where all the variants were saying. So something in me was saying, let's just go home. So I said, let's go home. Like, we can go to Texas Live later for dinner. It's only 2 o'clock. It's too early for all that. It's too early. So we get home. Our phones start going off. There is a tornado warning. And I've never experienced this. So, like, you know, the public service announcement, all that stuff's going off. And I'm sitting there like, there's a siren going off for like an hour and a half. I'm like, bro, what are we? Kev's like, what do we do? I was like, well, if it gets bad, I guess we go in the bathtub. Like, that's usually what people tell you to do. Like, get somewhere, you know. But there's this guy just outside smoking a cigarette. I said, well, I guess this is just a thing that happens. But uh, it's not doing anything just yet so we're sitting inside and then this crazy storm hits like wind it was raining there was hail i was like what is happening bro what is happening it sounded like the windows were about to break from how hard the hail was hitting so uh the next part hits and once again mike chime in if you have any questions whenever feel free to stop me uh my trusting my gut happens again kev says yo do we go to texas live now or do we go to the hotel we don't really know a lot of variants. Granted, we have a whole Discord, and we've talked to them here and there. But I was like, uh, let's go to the hotel, man. Let's just go to the hotel. Like, everyone's drinking at the bar there. 
Maybe we'll meet some people, everything else like that. So I was like, yeah, that's a good idea. Let's just do it. Let's just do it. So we get to Uber. We get in the hotel. We're walking. All the variants are at the bar. I was like, okay, we see, like, we see everybody. I'm like, what, yo, what's going on? We talked to this older gentleman. He gives us a dead drop sticker. I put it on the back of my phone. It was really cool. Um, and then I see this guy at the bar, and I'm like, wait. I'm like, yo, Kev. Kev's like, what? I said, bro, that's Doc. Like, what is, what? And Kev was like, whoa, hold on a second. And I was like, hold on, wait, what? So there's about 15 of us at the bar, I want to say. And we order a drink and everything. We're kind of in the staff's way. I'm like, damn, like I feel kind of bad. But Doc, meeting him in person and then without the costume on guy is, is what I'll call him because that's his name that he likes to go by. Uh, he is the most personable person I've ever met. And by that, I mean, he was just sitting there with a crown, like no rocks, crown straight, drinking, and uh, Summit was there uh, with him. And he was just talking to everyone. And even if you were trying to shy away from the conversation and you were just acting shy and you were sitting in the chair, kind of like not trying to engage, but you were just starstruck, he would just turn to you and say, so what do you feel about keyboard? You know, how do you feel about this conversation, keyboard and mouse versus controller? And he'd bring you into the conversation. And it was just this energy of like comfortable, like just comfortable. Like you could feel like you, you could talk to him about anything, hop in whenever. Uh, he was he was taking photos with everyone who asked to take a photo. Uh, there was no no, like he was just there. So I'm like, man, Kev, I don't want to be that guy. And Kev's like me either, because we would have had to move people out of the way and take photos and everything else like that. I said, no, nah, I don't want to be that guy. Trust him, I got again. Great idea. His wife, his daughter comes down. We say hi to his wife. His daughter just like comes up. She's like, you know, dad, we're getting ready to go to dinner. Like, you know, let's let's go. And he's like, oh, okay. So he gets up. He has the dead drop merch on, the jacket, everything. He's looking good. Um, brand new Cement 3 Jordans. I was like, yo, but he had a nice outfit on. So he's like, all right, guys. Well, I'll catch you later. Um, and we were like, all right, see you, doc. So he leaves. And they go wait in the hotel lobby. And I was like, all right. So I look at Kev. I said, they didn't leave yet. And Kev's like, nah. I said, yeah, it's time, bro. I said, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. So we start walking to the lobby. We see Robert, which we've played with uh, Robert in a couple times in Call of Duty. So I said, yo, let's go talk to Robert first. So I'm like, let's work the room. Let's go talk to Robert. Let's just not hit Doc first. Let's go over here. So we go up to Rob. I said, hey, what's going on, Rob? He said, yo, what's up, guys? Uh, Kev, man. I'll give it to Kev. This was a good dynamic, me and Kev, this week. And I will say that uh, we played very well off of each other. Um, to market ourselves we went to this game or we went to this uh event to game of course to play the game and everything else like that but we also went to market ourselves like we love video games i love video games so we went there kev says to rob yo do you remember us rob gives us this look like he was like uh were you guys at the la event and i said rob i'm gonna be honest with you you won't remember us we played call of duty with you a couple times rob starts busting out laughing he was like oh i'm supposed to remember you guys from your voice like what so we just started laughing he started laughing i said it's good to meet you in person rob he said yeah yeah yeah. i was like do you mind if we get a photo i got a photo with rob kev got a photo with rob so we got to talk about the game at this point we had no idea what the event was gonna you know how it was gonna be or whatever else like that i said so you know what's going on tomorrow he said oh we got a whole bunch of pc set up i said oh really he's like yeah you guys will be able to play uh the snapshot um i won't be on the floor as much i'll be at the announcer booth i said the announcer booth like that's a lot he was like, yeah, it's, it's serious. I said, oh, so this is way different from like the LA event. He said, yeah, yeah, this is, this is official. So I was like, all right. So we were chopping it up still a little bit. Um, I will go back and forth on regrets and good things that happened. 
Good thing we talked to Rob and everything else like that. Regret, I probably should have uh, talked to Rob about uh, me working in the gaming industry or trying to take a shot for that then and there. But Doc was there, and this is our chance also to talk to Doc. I was happy we got to talk to Rob. But I also feel like I did a good job of just talking to him and, and being uh, personal and getting to know him more because I do enjoy Rob and talking to him and everything. He's a great guy. Uh, so I was like, yo, can we, do you, is doc leaving like anytime soon? He said, nah, we're getting ready to go to dinner, but like, go go take a picture with him now or tomorrow all day tomorrow. He'll be there. And I was like, nah, now would be the time. And he was like, listen, I don't blame you. Uh, I would do the same thing. So I was like, all right, this man is six, eight for real. So I walk up to doc. I, I have to look up to look at him. I put my hand out. I said, what's going on, doc? My name is David Graves. He said, oh, what's going on? David Graves. I'm guy. I said, oh yeah, yep, cool. So I was like, do you mind if we get a photo? He was like, yeah. So we got a photo. Man, I had the biggest smile on. The Demetrius called it the black proud mom smile. I was dying. But I was like, bro, I, it was just crazy that we were able to see him. Then Kev gets gets ready to take a photo. And I said, oh, I see you have the Sim N3s on. Like, we got our stuff on. Like, I had my Mellow 1s on, which they never re-released. Uh, and Kev had these 1s on. And he's like, oh, yeah, I see your Mellow 1s. And then he goes to Kev, like, what colorway are those? And me and Kev had the conversation before because I know Jordans. Like I, I used to buy a lot of Jordans and everything. Now I, I keep with what I like and have a couple shoes for different occasions. Uh, I asked Kev like his shoes. I said, "What are those?" He said, "They're like coconut milks or something like that." But apparently they're unisex. I didn't know. So they're like women and men's shoes. I had no idea. And Kev was like, "Uh, I'm not gonna tell you. David can tell you." And I was like, "Uh, they're they're like unisex. They're like women and men's shoes." He said, oh, "Okay, as long as they're not fake." And we just started laughing about it. Kev took the photo. I said, yeah, Kev thought he was taller than you. And he said, Kev, how tall are you? Kev was like, I'm 6'1". He was like, oh, all right, six one, silky smooth. And then he was like, how tall are you, Dave? I said, oh, yeah, I'm 5'9". I'm he said, darn, you couldn't just hit that six foot? I said, nah, man, I wish. Like, all my brothers are like six one or six foot. Like, I just couldn't do it. He said, damn, couldn't be me, but you'll get, you'll be all right, buddy. So we just laughed. And it was just funny, like, joking around with them. We're going back and forth. Uh, he really seemed to enjoy the conversation. And I was like, yeah, we'll see you tomorrow, Doc. We'll see you at the event. He was like, all right, see you guys tomorrow. He leaves. We sit down. We get to talk to this other guy, uh, Doug. Shout out to Doug if you're listening at all. But he, we were talking about gaming and everything else like that. But we left, and then we decided to go to Texas Live. We sat down. I said, yo, order us two shots of tequila. I said, bartender, we need two shots. Two shots of tequila. We get that. We get our beers. I, said, I cheers, Kev. I said, we did it. Like, there was no nervousness. and I, me and Mike have always talked about this too. I, my opportunity for showing people who I was was there. I stood up straight. I carried my myself. I didn't stutter. Um, I talked politely and correctly, and I just reached out with like a friendly energy, and it was received back, and it was really nice. So we got our drinks and everything. I said, "Damn, Kev, like we did it. We did it." So Friday comes. Friday we didn't really do much. We chilled. Uh, we did get some beers the day before, or whatever. whatever. Um, pictures are also on um, social media and it's also on the, the uh, video. A lot of that stuff will be tagged in there if you guys want to check it out. So the event is Friday. We get to the event. There is a line already. We got there early. The event's at 5. We got there at 3.20 to be a little early. Line was already started up. People were lined up at 1 o'clock. So we were like, alright. So we waited and everything. If you guys know who uh, Jake Lucky is, he's pretty much in esports personality like he he kind of channels in on the news of uh, esports and puts it on twitter or uh, youtube or whatever like that so he runs up the line then he runs down the line and we were like yo jake lucky and he like looked at us and smiled he said yo 
So doors open. I'm like, I've never been in the esports arena. I don't know what to expect. The poster, signs, everything's up. We see Jake. He's in the corner. I said, yo, Jake, do you mind if we get a photo? We got a photo with Jake. Just everything. Just like merch, everything. It's in the video. Like all the merch was at the end of it. It was like one big long hallway. Merch was at the end of the hallway. Posters up. Uh, everything was up. We, I'm filming. I walked past someone and I didn't realize until I looked at the film. It was Z Laner who Doc plays with. He just looked like an average dude. I didn't know it was him. So I walked past him. I didn't even get like to say what's up or nothing. I was like, Jesus Christ. But we get in the merch line. Merch line is long as hell. Uh, they had QR codes up where you can enter into a contest, I guess, to win some merch. We got some merch. Uh, I got the bobblehead. They only made 500 of the bobbleheads. Uh, I got the jacket. The jacket is amazing. I also got a hat. The uh, It's a dead drop hat. It's camo. It looked amazing. Um, so after we get that, I'm like, all right, it's time to go in. Then that's when we walk in and it's kind of the arena. Um, to paint the picture, I walk in the door, left side, the stage, the stage is massive. There's lights, everything. And I'm talking about like, I can't even explain what type of stage it is, but it's a massive stage and there's chairs lined up, uh, not like stadium chairs, like fold out chairs that connect to each other. And in the back, they had probably about 50 PCs set up with dead drop loaded. Everything was on there. I was like, all right, cool bet. There was a bar. There was food. I said, all right, well, I'll go to the bar. I'll get me and Kev some drink. I said, Kev, go get a seat and uh, we'll get ready for the show. Uh, they had black steel at the bar. So I said, oh, I got to get the black steel. I got to get the black steel. So some guy got like black steel and cranberry. I said, ah, that sounds pretty good. We're going to try it. So I got the black steel and cranberry uh, for me and Kev. We also got a limited edition optic cup, uh, I guess, for the event. It was a green cup with the optic logo on it. So we got that. We sat down. They did a podcast. Hex does a podcast. I think it's like, I can't remember what it is. It's the optic. It's it's the optic podcast that he usually does. Um, but it was live. So we did that. Then we waited. And then that's when Doc came out. He came out. He talked for a little bit. Him, Submit, uh, uh, Rob, and Quinn. So they were all talking about the game. And uh, they were saying, like, you know, it's been a year. But here we are. And we want to do this game and everything else like that. I will say not once did they mention NFTs or crypto or anything in there because I think they wanted to focus more on the game, which is good. And me and Mike are going to dive into that uh, once once we're done talking about the story as well. But they talk about that. Then they release the battle pass. They have a battle pass out. Uh, it's only $25. If you go onto the Midnight Society website, you can sign up and get a tower key, which gives you access to play the game. And I said, I know who I'm texting right as I can the gang and Mike I'm texting Mike specifically because I know he'll play it uh the gang sometimes you know they don't they don't chime in and then eventually they'll see the fun and then they'll come in but me and Mike if Mike tells me yo Dave it's fun I'm probably gonna get it. if I told Mike it's fun he'll probably get it so we, we talk about that um and then there's also another fun thing they're doing they're doing the victory screech or victory scream or something like that uh it's a competition where you record yourself screaming or something and you send it into them. I don't, I think it might be in the game. Like if they pick a winner, it'll end up in a game or a couple of them. Uh, usually doc streams on screen. So I guess I got that idea from there, <clears throat> but they kind of go through and talk about everything. We're going to see the fleshed out guns. Uh, they flesh out the SMG, the AK, the, the marksman rifle, or the DMR, if you will, the sniper rifle, everything else like that. The attachments, uh, the healing station, the mold, the healing that you're allowed to do while running. They talk about and this is where Mike can also chime in here, too. But they talk about the deep freeze, which was cool. 
me and Mike a while ago talked about this and we said, you know, what if it would be cool if the ice came up or if flames came up or something like that to make it more interesting and not the generic circle closing in. But we was right. We so, were, we were <clears throat> we were so right. The yeah, other thing that I was not right about is I thought that like there would be like you would not be able to get to the next floor until mm. like the frost started to come up, right? Like you mm. like the the up like to get up it would unlock and you could go higher, right? Mm-hmm. So it'd be like a new level battlefield every so often. Whereas yeah. it's just like a massive like factory map, which is pretty yep. wild. Yep. So they did say like it's it's buildings inside the tower and things like that. So there's going to be floors. This was three. Why they went to three, I don't know. But that, I guess that'd be a good question to go to Rob. I don't know what one or two will be, but there's supposed to be nine of these floors, and this is only three. So I don't I don't know what other weather. Th- I think it would be a cool one. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna just say this and I'll get back to the story. But I, I hope there's like one where it's like we're in there. But the graphics once they get the graphics really good, it's like a storm and like rain's coming. You can barely see like stuff like that. That'd be good. But they're talking about that. They get into the game, and then they're like, all right, so we got a tournament. And I knew about the tournament, but they had two sides. They had the Optic team, so they had Skump. They had Dashy. They had Huke uh, and some other guys. I think I don't think Stone was on this team. Um, but the other team was Z, Dr. Lupo, Doc, uh, Stone Mountain, and uh, I think that might be it. Or there might be one guy that I'm forgetting. But – we watched that. It was crazy just watching them play and how they play and everything and, and traversing the map. Uh, watching, like, you think you're good at a game or you think you're good at anything until you watch a pro and they just try, they're just, it's just instinct at a certain point. So Z won one and then Doc won another and then I think somebody else won another. There was also variants who, I don't know if they, Maybe from reporting or or whatever their status is as far as social media or whatever in in the in this community, they also were up on like a side stage playing, so they got to play with them, which was kind of cool. Um, and and some other like uh, content creators were up there also, so we watched that. That was done. After that, I think it was pretty much done, and me and Kev like rushed close to the stage, so we saw Z. We got to take a picture with Z Laner. He was cool. Uh, I couldn't figure out Kev's flash. Kev's flash was like going crazy on his phone, so it wouldn't take a picture, and it took forever. So we got the photo. I gave Z a handshake. We got the photo, and they had to leave because they were supposed to go to the tables where we were supposed to meet them. And I said, "All right, well, all right." So we we because we were li- literally looking at Doc, and I said we could get a photo like right after we hit Z, we'll get a photo. But he left to go to the table or whatever else like that, and I was like, "Well, I can't be mad. We got a photo with him the other day. We got a fo- photo with Guy." And uh, I think I cherish both photos, but that photo of me and Guy, I'd probably print out in frame, which might happen. A lot of these joints are probably going to go up on this wall over here. But so once again, trusting my gut, I said, all right, well, let's just wait in the line. Like, we're just going to go meet him. What else are we going to do? Go home or whatever. Like, this is our chance to meet him. They're going to sign a poster. Um, I got two extra posters. Who knows? Maybe I'll do a giveaway on the channel or we'll do a giveaway on here. I don't know. But we get in line. We're talking to this other kid. And I have no idea who this other kid is, but we're just talking. He's from Texas, but we're all talking. Quinn walks by. Quinn gets stopped, but he's talking to this other guy. And I was like, all right, well, there's Quinn. And I was like, yo, Kev, there's Quinn. And he was like, should we go talk to him? I was like, ah. 
Not right. Let's not be those guys. Let's not do it right now. Let's wait until he's done talking to him. So he's talking to them probably for like 20 minutes, takes a picture of these, this other guy. And I said, all right, we're going to go. I asked the guy, I said, yo, do you mind watching our place in line? He said, yeah. Shout out to him. So we go up to Quinn. And Kev says, Dave, you got to do all the talking. I don't know what to say. Anything else like that. Like I am, I, I graduated with my major in graphic design. My degree is in graphic design. My minor is in marketing and like business public speaking pretty much. So I said, all right, I got it. So head, head high, back straight. I said, this is the chance. We go over. I say, yo, Quinn, I, I go to shake his hand. I said, my name is David Graves. This is my friend Kev. Do you mind if I get a photo? So I let Kev get a photo first. And then I got a photo and I said, Quinn, before you leave, I would love to talk to you uh, really quick. He said, yeah, sure, guys, go ahead. So I said, Quinn, I'm a very passionate gamer. Um, I've loved video games since I've played like a PlayStation one. Me and my brother had to share it. And I was really wondering how we could, you know, get into Midnight Society or, you know, get into this this gaming space. Uh, I don't know if you guys have a marketing team or designers under that marketing team, but I would really love to know how to get in there. And, and work, uh, especially if it's an entry level or, or a different type of way. Like this is, you know, me trying to fulfill my dream to work somewhere and do this. And he was like, okay, okay. So, uh, you know, are you guys like when I, when you say graphic designers, do you guys mean like logos and stuff like that? Or do you mean, you know, animation and like game design? I said, well, we can, I do logos and everything else like that, but we do know we do work in UE5 and Blender, which is a lot of like 3D animation and stuff like that. We're quick learners. So, and he was like, all right, cool. Well, you know, we do have the head of branded marketing, which is uh, Brian Miggles. And we were like, all right, I, I go and get my phone out. Kev gets his phone out. We're writing it down. And he spells his last name. I said, cool. And he goes, yeah, he's the, the vice president of branding and marketing. So he would be the person to talk to. I said, okay, cool. So we wrote it down. I said, this is my chance also. Mike, give me one second. You Just talk to the people for one second. It's a good game. Uh, <laughs> it's a really good game. Uh, I think there's so much to it's so much there can be improved. Um, but overall, I'm excited to talk more in a little bit. But yeah, it's a good so, game. So, so I had this idea once again, just gut feeling things falling in the right place. I said I need to make a business card. Like I, we have this dot thing on the back of our phone, but when when do you get a chance? You scramble in. What if it doesn't work? Whatever else like that. I said a good old piece of paper sometimes just might do it. And I was like, ah, I made this one business card. I said, ah, whatever. As a designer, never trust your first iteration of something. Always trust your, you know, second or third or or working on different things. Don't be afraid if something gets deleted. The next time it'll probably be better. So I had this idea and I was talking to my friends and my one friend gave me an idea because she did a pack, of, like a wrapping around chocolate to thank people who either, you know, gave her a chance for an interview or whatever else like that and put, um, design like photoshop or whatever logos on the back of them and then the, on the back the ingredients were like 20 percent productive or something it was very creative and i said ah, i'm not gonna do gum i feel like that's very disrespectful so i'm not gonna do that so the big thing was a cortex the cortex is a chip that goes into your helmet and you can you know get it from people whatever it was the biggest thing that was about this event for the variants so mike can see it i will post it on social media very soon but I did a replica of the Cortex and I put my uh, QR code on the back of my website and it has my name, uh, what I do and everything else like that and where we're from. And then on the front, it says three unit six. It has the logo and everything else like that. So I said, I, I made it 
the two nights before I got it printed out the day before we had to leave from Staples and I got it. And I said, all right, cool. So I gave it to Quinn. Quinn goes, oh, wow. Like, this is really cool. Like, you know, like, is this the Cortex? I was like, yeah. Like, he was like, oh, wow, this is really cool. And I was like, yes, let's go. So I gave it to him and he was like, all right, I'll hang on to this. Like, I'll, I'll even try and pass it on to uh, Brian. But he said, you know, guys, this is how you do it. Like, you guys took the chance. You you uh, came up. You talked to me. And, you know, not a lot of people do that. But this is how you get in the industry. Like, you, you take chances. And you're not afraid. And I said, oh, yeah. So thanks, Quinn. Thanks. All right, man. I'll see you. So we get back in line. I was like, yeah. Like, in my head, I'm screaming, you know, this me me probably a couple years ago before Caden was born when we first moved in this would probably be a struggle for me but I feel like with the support of family and having a child and and the stature that you have to put yourself at uh I'm like all right I'm a dad but I'm David Graves and I'm a man who who was leading a tribe pretty much like that's my family so I have to be a leader and I have to carry myself a certain way so I put my best foot forward I, I stood up straight I did what I had to do I talked clearly once again and I just wanted to get it, you know, across to Quinn that I'm serious and I'm very passionate. And if you guys are listening, Quinn, uh, we're probably going to talk about this more. There's still some more of the story. But thank you. And take, thank you for taking out the time to talk about it. Because I was like, at least if something does come from it, if something doesn't come from it, I can say I gave it my 100 percent. So I was like, all right, man, we did it. And I appreciate Quinn. Thank you so much. I know you guys are probably at some like another event this week when this comes out. But if you guys listen to it, man, I appreciate uh, you taking the time to take a photo. Um, and it did, it did wonders for me, like just having that interaction. So we get back in line. We're waiting in line for an hour and a half, bro, to get to meet them at the table. I don't know who's at the table until we get up there. I think they switched out. So we get to the top. There's Rob and Quinn up front. And then there's Doc. And then there's Z. And then there's Dr. Lupo. So I said, all right, cool. So we get to the front. Quinn's uh Rob's there Rob goes killer Kev King Graves he was like oh what's going on guys I was like what like he remembered us like holy shit uh Rob is hilarious he's a really cool guy I really appreciate Rob it's always refreshing uh talking to him and seeing him he's hilarious and immediately he goes do you remember me and I we just start dying and I was like Rob I was like I don't know why Kev said that I'm gonna be honest with you I have no idea why he said that but we start laughing and uh, we talk about some of the games that we played. And I was just like, it'd be like that. I was like, sometimes I don't shoot because I don't want to give away my position. And him and Quinn start laughing when they hear me say it'd be like that. I guess my slang, Philly slang, I don't know. So we're dying. And then I said, yo, Rob, I, I don't know. Uh, I, I gave one to Quinn, but also I didn't say I don't know. I said, Rob, I gave one to Quinn, but I want to give one to you. So I take out the card. I give it to Rob. He said, yo, Quinn actually showed me this. Like it has your call sign and everything. I'm like, that's crazy. And Quinn was like, I just want to let you know, I still have it. And I said, hey, man, I, I wouldn't expect you to throw it away. Like, I'm, you know, I appreciate that you took it. I said, yeah, so this one's for you. Like, thanks, Rob. Thanks, you know, for talking to me, Quinn. It's a pleasure meeting you guys. Kev goes talk to him. Kev whips out his phone. He gives him the dot thing. I said, there you go, Kev. Like, you know, get in there. So he, he gave him that because he didn't make any business cards or had time to get him out. Uh, I go to Doc. Doc goes, yo, Dave, what's going on? I was like, oh. So you remember me now. Like, this is weird. I was like, not much, man. He said, hey, you get, get enough sleep last night? Because the night prior, I posted a picture of me and him together. And my phone was literally blowing up all night from likes and comments and everything. And I said, yeah, you know, I got, I got some sleep. I said, but we were also at, you know, um, Texas Live. We got a little tour up. 
And he was like, oh, he was like, oh, really? Texas Live? He was like, oh, you know, when do they close? I said 2 a.m. He said, oh, okay. That's some good information right there. That's some good information. I'll write that down. That's some pertinent information. I said, no problem, Doc. Pleasure meeting you. So I move on to Z. Uh, I don't know if Z's ever been to like these big conventions, but he seemed a little more to himself. Uh, I don't know if he was maybe nervous or anything, but I said, yo, Z, what's going on? What's popping? He said, yo, man, what's going on? He signed my poster. We're, we're going down the line getting a poster signed. It's right behind me right here. Mike can see it. Um, but you know, I didn't really talk to him too much. Uh, he was chilling. I talked to Dr. Lupo, Dr. Lupo is for the people. We weren't allowed to get photos because I guess it was taking too long. And Lupo was like, nah, after that, they drove all the way out here. They should be able to get a photo. And you know, that's ridiculous, but it was what it was. And I talked to Lupo. He said, Hey, what's going on? I said, well, what's going on? Lupo. I gave him a fist pound. I said, Lupo, I am loving the destiny Two content. Cause I've been watching him do the raid. He said, listen, man, uh, you can probably tell how much fun I am having on this game. I le- I am legitimately having fun. Opposed to any other game that I have to play on stream. I said, understandable. He was like, dude, playing the raid with those guys is probably the, the most fun I ever have in life. And I agree with him because we, we, me and Mike play together or me, CJ, and Ed play together. And it's just so much fun. He was like, yeah, learning like all the, the stuff. And I said, yeah, seeing you guys like figure out the raid mechanics and not looking up how to do the raid mechanics is very intriguing. I couldn't do that, but I applaud you for doing that. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, man, you know, it's a fun game and I can't wait for them to produce more. And he said, this game's also really fun and, you know, and everything. He seemed like he wanted to talk more. I wanted to talk more, but the security guy was like, keep moving along, keep moving along. And I was like, oh, my God. All right. So I move along. I chime in on his conversation with Kev, though. Because he said, I came to this one because I wanted to see what it was like. And I wanted to see the milestone that they hit. I didn't want to see the other prior versions or anything. I've seen clips, but I wanted to see what they're doing now. I would love to come back and see what they've done in two years from now just to see the game. And I said, well, Lupa, I hope we see you in the game. And he gave me like this look like. And I was like, all right, man, we'll see you in the game. So I meet more of the team. I wouldn't say they're the dev team. Um, Some of them were like. Uh, just like higher ups, like I can't even explain. They're, they're, they're titles I haven't heard before in a gaming company, um, but I've seen them and I, I've seen them on, uh, you know, the LinkedIn and the website and everything else like that. So I met them, but they're important too to uh, Midnight Society. Everybody's important on that team. So I meet them. Well, actually, that's a lie. The lead, the lead game artist was sitting there. So some of the dev team, it was some of the dev team and this other guy um, that was there as well. Oh, man. But. Mike, do you have any questions so far before we continue? No, no, no. You're good, man. Uh, I'm right there with you. Yeah, it was uh, it was a crazy time. So I go over to that team. I get to meet them, and um, he. So one of the guys. That's that's what I can say. Now I looked up some of it. Senior quality assurance engineer at Midnight Society. Uh, Adrian. I got to meet him. Um, I got to meet some of the other guys who were also very important as far as who. Like the the game the game artist like lead game artist he's been in the industry for a very long time so has um, Adrian he's he's been in the industry for a long time so a lot of them mixture I want to say there was like eight people on the table if I can remember so I'm like all right they're signing my poster said so this is my chance again so I said well I gave this to Quinn and Rob like I guess I'll, I should give it to you guys too so I hand out my business card to them They're like oh yeah we saw this you're the guy and I said Quinn. Thank you so much. Like, I was like, holy crap, this is crazy. So I was taking it back. And I said, you guys saw this? And they were like, yeah. So 
I, I was just in awe, and I was like, oh, well, yeah, like, you can, they were like, do you have more? I said, yeah, like, here you go. So I, I printed out, like, 250. I brought 50 with me. So I'm handing them out, and uh, some of them go, yo, this is kind of cool. Do you mind signing it? And I said, uh, like, you want me to, you're signing my postal. You want me to sign this? And they're like, yeah. So I was like, all right. So I took some of their pens. I signed it and everything. Um, the one guy, I can't remember his name. I can't remember his name. I might look it up while, you know, Mike's talking in this next half, but, uh, me and him are talking and he's, I was telling him, I, I, I like where the game's going. We can now pick up loot, um, and put it on our guns before we couldn't do that. So I was very excited that we could do that now. And he said, yeah, man, like, I'm, I'm glad you like that. And, oh, his name is Brad Boyce. That's his name. And he was really friendly too. And he, I said, thank you for having us here. And he said, no, thank you guys for coming. And I was like, oh, man, like this is crazy. So then I'm like, all right, bet. We're kind of done. We're, we're kind of winding down here. Kev talks to them and everything else like that. We get our poster. We move on. And then we walk down the, the lobby uh, aisle. The, uh, and the other guy, Darren Bacon, studio art director at Midnight Society. That's the other guy who was, like, really high up. So I'm like, all right, cool. Other guys, I'm sorry if I'm forgetting your names. But I was so shocked. At me giving you my thing and Quinn telling you guys about it and also you guys letting me sign it, which was crazy. So we walked down the aisle and I'm literally just sitting there looking at Kev like, bro, what just happened? Like, what just happened? We get out the event and I'm like, what? Like, what just happened? And Kev's like, we did it. So like me and Kev fist bump and I'm like, bro, they asked me to sign the card. Quinn and Rob remembered us like Rob remembered our gamer tags. Like what? And Quinn was so cool and, and just talked to us about it. And it, it was wild. I'm still in shock now. But that weekend recharged my batteries. I feel like the weekend, like prior to going out there and everything, I have been feeling down and out as a designer and as a person in general. And this is why I said I needed to do something for myself. I'm always focused on doing stuff for other people and not for myself. I did this one for myself. And it just... I was just more inspired to continue to do great things. I made a business card and they were impressed by the business card. It did take me all night to make, but like, it was crazy. The feedback I got from it, but yeah, man, it was, it was that we did that. We got on our flight. We had to do like two layovers and everything else like that. But, um, we went home, we, we tweeted stuff. They've been tweeting, uh, Rob or, uh, Quinn t- tweeted back at me. Uh, Rob's been tweeting stuff Sunday. I sent them a DM. I just said, yo, guys, I appreciate the time. I appreciate, you know, you guys sitting there and having a conversation with us. And I just asked, like, what's the best way to get in contact with Brian? Uh, They are at another big event this week. So I figured, you know, they might be busy. They might not be able to get back to me. I did send Brian a message on LinkedIn because I think he has a Twitter and everything else like that. Uh, But I don't he didn't have a message thing on his Twitter. Understandable. So uh, maybe he doesn't want people to, to get at him and everything else like that. But came home immediately sent that sunday and you know i to sum it all up i was like yo we went out there to see the game and everything but i went out there to take a chance and you you miss 100 percent of the shots you don't take and we say that all the time so i said i'm going to do this whether if nothing comes from this or if it's not next week it's not next month or it's or it's next year who knows something might happen but you know i'm not giving up rob and 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 quinn uh, you know, thank you guys. Like I said before, I'm, I'm and by no means am I going to be messaging them every day. And this is some advice I can give you guys for people who want to shoot for the stars and whatever you want to do. I never want to annoy anybody and no one ever wants to annoy anybody. But, you know, just subtle 
you know, messages to them or, or hints back and forth can never hurt. So I would love to like message something next week and be like, oh, like my business card. I appreciate you guys liking my business card and everything. Hopefully it makes its way to Brian or just posting more designs or putting yourself out there more and, and just doing like subtle things because they're higher ups. They're, they have a lot of stuff going on. Um, I don't expect them to d- devotely put their intention on me at all or anything like that. But, you know, just little putting out little things here and there on Twitter and saying, like, hey, I'm still here and I'm still passionate. And just showing that you are, what's the word I'm looking for, uh, driven and that you want to do this. And, you know, you didn't just say that to say that at the event. I said it and I'm going to continue to can, like feel that way months from now, whenever from now, because I would love to get in the space. I went to the Philadelphia Art Institute for Game Art and Design. It closed down. This is coming full circle if I'm able to get to that point. And I'm going to be honest with you right now. I'm saying this right here. And this is the last thing I'll say, because then I'm going to let Mike go if he has any questions about anything. I, if I were to get in the job or learn under Brian, Brian's like rap sheet is crazy. So Brian, I'm just going to go through this really quick. And this, and this is what I mean by taking chances and do what you got to do. He worked for John Deere as a designer from 2001 to 2011, 10 years. He worked at IGN entertainment from 2009 to 2011, two years. He worked at Ubisoft as a graphic designer. He worked at Sledgehammer Games as director of marketing communication and head of the studio. So he's had a lot of people under him. And then he also works at Midnight Society now. So he put the time in. And that's why I'm saying now, if I were to get to the chance or anything else like that, I love streaming and everything, but I, I would devote my time to designing and making sure I can do the best job I can do there because that is my dream. I want to be in the video game space. But that's about it, y'all. That's that's my thing. If Mike has any questions, I'm just going to dabble on some stuff really quick. We'll do that, and then we're going to hop into uh, the game because Mike got the tower key. He was able to play. But Mike, man, that's the story, Mike. Mike's been waiting since I got back. Yeah. <clears throat> well, uh, I get a text message from <laughs> from David, right? And it says... <laughs> Just it's just a picture of the Midnight Society, uh, I guess, email that he got offering the Tower Key exclusive uh, benefits, and basically it says like, uh, like you can play now, like you can play this now, and I, and I was like, wait, really? Um, and he's and then you let me know like what what you had to do to get it. You just kind of go onto the Midnight Society uh, website if you gotta, um, you spend like twenty five bucks um, if you have. If you happen to have a key, you can get five bucks off um, and then it just downloads the game and you mm-hmm. get to play it. And you can definitely tell that it's like early, right? There's still so much that they can do. But the core gameplay, like it took me a minute to kind of find the groove and like like what you're supposed to do in the game. And as far as like, do you always go for the most kill count or are you just looting and getting out? But once I kind of dialed in and started actually extracting, getting a bunch of loot, um, getting better loot, like getting better at the at the gunplay. Uh, mm-hmm. It's I can't think of any other game I'd rather be playing right now. Um, and it's still so undeveloped. There's still so much more they can do with the overall graphics of the game. They can like if you look at like the the like the polygons of the uh, LMG, it, it doesn't look great, but like mm-hmm. it it does play exceptionally well like the all the guns work so well uh it feels good it feels normal it feels fair um 
but I'm hooked. I've I've been playing tons. I was playing before we recorded today. I was like, yo, hold up. I'm, I gotta I gotta extract. <laughs> gotta take that zip line. Um, it I don't know. And the whole like collecting the uh, what are they called? The like cortexes. The the, the cortexes. Yeah, they're like they're like flash drives, kind of, but like um, like microchips. I I'm floored that you had the foresight to create a business card using that. I think that's in. I think that's such genius. Um, and, and and this is why me and Mike have said this before: like manifesting, trusting yourself, and just letting stuff come to you. Yes. So I, I literally I when you said I because that is something that you did not tell me that you were doing or that you did or that. Because this full disclosure, this is the uh, David held this story right. It is we're recording this on Tuesday night. He's been back a few days. Um, he held all. We've played Dead Drop together, but he held all of this to tell me now. I'm that was the one that was the moment of that story that my jaw like fell open. I was like, wow, you did that. You shot. You you took your shot, and I'm super excited for you. I think that you made all the right moves. Um, you know, I I think you have to get out there in the world and do the thing you want to do. And mm-hmm. it means that you got to, you know, to maybe take a trip, meet, get in front of people, uh, you know, do what you do exactly what you did. Just take your chance. You saw the you saw the you saw the line and you just walked mm-hmm. it and you just went down there and, and uh, got all those people. Um, seriously, so one thing. I did mess up on. Apparently, Brian was there. Oh, really? But I don't think he was walking the floor. Because I think when when I went to when I was talking to Quinn, he said I'll go give it to him. But I think he might have been in the back or something. But I saw some pictures and he was there, and I was like, wow. But like I said, you know, that's this is the last thing I'm chiming on. Is like, well, like I said, whether it's next month, whether you know, um, Quinn and them can help me out, which would be amazing. You're helping a small kid from a small town achieve his dream. Um, or next year, or like whenever the next event is, if I can see Brian, I'm going to have the same conversation, and I'm going to have the same conversation with Quinn and them, not to annoy them, but I'll say, you know, I've been working and I still want to get into this space. You know what I mean? But yeah, absolutely. And one thing I've noticed across the board, just kind of because until now, right, until me actually being able to play the game, I've just kind of lived on the outside because I didn't, I didn't get in with the founders. Um, and what I've noticed, like on like social media, specifically Twitter that there is a really healthy community around this game of like, like and specifically speaking to the variants that are the founders, like there's very, it's very supportive. Everyone seems to be uh, kind of chiming in. There's very, there's a, there's a really big community. You can tell, um, you know, there's, there's even scenarios in game where you just meet someone and like, you know, you just say friendly. And if they say friendly back hope, like I would say like m- more times than not, they are real humans actually trying to just, team up and and uh, get out of there together because you can't extract uh with more than one person um mm-hmm. but there has been like some people being like yo friendly yeah friendly yep shot in the face like you know people have been uh snaking some people uh they call them plant like like i think they call them rats like rat playing mm-hmm. ratty um but i have experienced that myself but I've, i have also experienced finding a random person that was like yo seriously just trying to loot um uh, come with me and, and like we're all good and no, that was amazing. Like being able to just find some random kindness in such a mm-hmm. crazy game. Um, but definitely if you even on the edge thinking that you would want to play this for 25 bucks. Sure. I mean, I think the inevitable goal is was to make it like free to play potentially. So like yeah, once it comes out, yeah. like I view the 25 bucks, like I'm going to spend more than that 
on any given weekend. Like, so I might as well, like I could go like, honestly, like a, he- like a hefty meal at McDonald's can crack 20, $20 these days. Big things, um, but the, the biggest reason why you guys also have the battle pass as well. And I'll just chime in, which is why I also told Mike, because Mike, uh, as well likes to jump in opportunities and, and, and just live life. But you guys get the access to the tower. You get the access to, they had weapon skins. It's called uh, Deep Freeze on the weapon skins. And we get them back when the game comes out again next year. Or whenever the, the next uh, snapshot is, you get them back. You also get to attend events. So whenever there's the next event, you can come. Because you have the tower key. That's your ticket. They'll, they'll send them out and you can buy one. Um, and then any other, like, uh like play like mo- like modes they're going to release because it's not also going to just going to be an extraction uh they are going to have like a halo forge type of uh game mode and then they're going to be trying other game modes to see what's going to happen because they do like esports sure is what they're saying it's not really like dedicated for that but you know it's not like they're going out their way to do that but if it happens sure if this happens sure so they kind of just want to you know try game modes and see what's fun and everything else like that but to Mike's point, yeah, like every I, every time, like every snapshot that comes out, we think we have an idea of what they're going to do. And as of now, like I, even after the last snapshot, I just said, all right, let me, let me just go to the ceiling with my expectations. Like it's going to be crazy. And we see it in it. My expectations, it went past it because everything was fully rendered out. They have half the guns fully rendered out pretty much. Like it's still pre pre alpha, which is crazy like crazy so you know there's there's milestones to keep keep hitting in and like mike said it's fun because you can literally just hop in loot and hop out quickly hop in loot hop out quickly so it is addicting to try and like get all the stuff get the loot and and go back and forth me and mike have been playing kev's been playing billy's been playing so we've been doing it all meeting up uh let me try and get to the top we take over the top so it's just fun the gameplay feels good everything feels good uh, even when we got to play it at the event, I think I, I missed that, but uh, there was a line that was forming. We were allowed to get up, get to the thing. They said you can play every like 10 minutes was, I think, the time. So that way they could reset it. You just get back in line and play it again. We only played it once, and that's all I wanted to do. But the moment I got in there, because we haven't really seen it or played it yet until then, the moment I got in there, I said, holy crap, like everything looks good. Uh, stuff will be coming back. But, man, I, I'm still reeling. From this, like this was the energizer uh, bunny like electrocution that I needed right now. Um, I've been designing. I've been putting stuff out. I, I've been in UE five designing stuff. I've been in Blender designing stuff. But yeah, man, like you know, hum- humble humble fam out there. This you know, pray for the kid. This would be like the craziest thing. I, I'm not even like you know. Everyone's like, oh, like I, you know, you want to give thousands of dollars. No, I just I would just love to be in there. If I can keep the same pay or whatever I'm getting paid now, my current job or whatever, even a dollar less, I'm going. So we'll see, man. I'm, I'm going to keep fighting. Um, we'll probably check back in maybe a month from now and we'll see what happens. But, you know, uh, like I said, I don't really have any gripes for the game. Um, I feel like everything works very well. I do feel like sometimes if I do have a gripe, I feel like sometimes there's a lot of people when everyone loads in. Uh, there's like 30 something max is the max, but I feel like I turn a corner and I'm right there, but I feel like they want that to happen. It's pre alpha. So they want that to happen. You're not always going to, you know, log in with everything, but they just want people to play, like call out the bugs. And that's another thing. They want you to be vocal. If, uh, you can, Mike can even join the discord now, I believe as well. 
Uh, they want you to be vocal in the Discord. If something's not working, if something's glitched or, you know, whatever, they want you to put that in the Discord so they make note of it. And then they go back and fix it for the next snapshot and etc. Um, so that's one thing about this gaming studio that's amazing. But listen, man, shout out to everybody we met. Uh, Rob, Quinn, Doc, uh, everybody. Doug, shout out to Kev for coming. Um, was a great experience, especially having a friend there. Hopefully, we all can come next time. Uh, and anyone else who I met, man. But yeah, man, that that was. Uh, I I don't even know what to say anymore, man. I'm just. It's it, all I can say now is my head's down. I'm working hard, and it just showed me that you can't ad- achieve your dreams if you put your mind to it and and you work hard. And that's what I'm doing now. I'm working hard. Absolutely. All right, gang. Let's wrap this up. Uh, so what do we talk about today? I, I talked a little bit about the uh, Destiny 2 Legendary Campaign, the Destiny 2 Raid, Root of Nightmares. Uh, I played the Diablo 4 beta. I am now an, uh, a certified barista. But of course, the main topic of the show was Dead Drop and David and our buddy Kev's trip down to uh, Texas to see the release of Snapshot 5 um got to meet a hell of a lot of people and a, and he shot shoot he shooted he shot he hit the shot he did the thing everything got... all of it i threw, it <laughs> I threw the, whole, the whole toolbox down this like just threw it up i threw yeah. everything up absolutely he uh got in contact with some uh, some important individuals over at the midnight society uh so best of luck to david uh i, I i'm still floored that he made those those cards i i want one um hey, I'm, and I'm you just, bet mike you, you you sign it and you give it to me too. Um, Mike, absolutely. I got th- I got. Th- I'll give you this one and I got a poster for you, brother. Don't worry, dude. That's so sick. Um, but yeah, that's that's basically where we're at. Uh, super excited to see what happens on the next uh, snapshot. The game is already so good. Uh, give it a shot. Take a take a chance on it. Uh, let us know what you think. But David, let the good people know what we would love them to do. And yeah, if you do give it a shot, you know, shout us out on you know Twitter instagram maybe we'll put something on instagram give us your thoughts in the comments but if you enjoyed this episode y'all be sure to leave a rating on your podcast platform of choice i'm talking spotify stitcher we're also on uh what is it amazon uh, podcast now we're on that we're on everything we're everywhere there's no reason for you not to listen to us okay get it in there and consider sharing it with a friend it really helps reach new listeners and listen y'all i i I don't I don't even know what else to say, but I appreciate you guys. If there's new listeners out here, please, God, you know what I mean? Come on in. Video game, lifestyle podcast. Just, you know, hang out with us. All right. All right. And as of course, you can hit us up on our uh, on all of our promos for the uh, social medias. Of course, the Instagram, the YouTube. Um, we like David said, we're on every podcast platform that you can probably think of. Um, but gang, as always. You know, stay alive, stay friendly, get that dead drop, but uh, most of all, stay humble.